Good morning to everyone. Howdy and happy feast day on this feast of the presentation of the child Jesus in the temple. We read in the gospel today something that uh, we meditate on every time we go through the uh, fourth, the fourth uh, joyful mystery. And we read according to the gospel of St. Luke chapter 2. When the day came for them to be purified as laid down by the law of Moses, the parents of Jesus took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, observing what stands written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male must be consecrated to the Lord and also to offer in sacrifice in accordance with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves, or two young pigeons. This was a practice um, required by law, by the law of Moses. This uh, presentation of that baby. The baby, the firstborn male, must be consecrated to the Lord. No wonder my mother was uh, praying that I become a priest. I was her firstborn son, and uh, I guess that's why she prayed. She never told me she prayed that I become a priest. But according to her friends that I've interviewed these past years, well, that's what she prayed for, an offering of her firstborn son to God. And my dad, too. I recall him also saying the same thing. Although, perhaps in a different context, I was his offering to God. I, and, just in, and, and for any child for that matter, a child of his parents, we are parts of the hearts of our mother and our father. And in giving up their son, in a manner of speaking to God, because that son becomes a priest or a religious or a cleric. They're giving their hearts to God. So it's a very nice practice, uh, custom, and something to pray for, to pray, pray for priests among our children. Now in Jerusalem, the narration continues, there was a man named Simeon who was an upright and devout man. He looked forward to Israel's comforting and the Holy Spirit rested on, on him. It had been revealed to him that, or by the Holy Spirit, that he would not see death until he had set eyes on the Christ of the Lord. Amazing, an amazing revelation from God himself to this holy man. So prompted by the Holy Spirit, he came to the temple and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was, to do for him what the law required, he took him into his arms and blessed God and he said, now, Master, you can let your servant go in peace, just as you promised. 
because my eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared for the nations to see, a light to enlighten the pagans and the glory of your people, Israel. Interesting, right? And um, perhaps what we need to collect from this uh, part of the gospel is this uh, promptness of Simeon to follow the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Naturally, he was a very prayerful man. And thus, he had a special sensitivity to the, to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. You and I, every day, receive inspirations from the Holy Spirit. Inspirations that are not, uh, I mean, the term inspiration is not to be uh, understood as uh, an inspiration to write a poem or to write music or to write um, a novel or something of that sort. Now, this inspiration comes from God, not from within man. So the Holy Spirit communicates to us what he wants us to do. It may also happen that we ask the Holy Spirit to give us inspirations in certain topics, in certain matters, in certain problems, to enlighten us as to what he wants us to do. And this is very important for a Christian because a Christian is never somebody who just propels himself forward for himself or by himself. A Christian is a new creature elevated by God to the stature, to the dignity of a child of God. And so thus we need to behave as children of God. When we are 10 years old, 20 years old, 40 or 60 or 80 years old, we're all children of God. I emphasize the, the first word, children. And that means we are told what to do. Not, 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 not because we are passive. We want to know the will of God. We want to listen. We want to be open to that will. Otherwise, we would be committing sin. Otherwise, we would not be living vectored toward heaven. Mary practiced this very well. That's why she was brought to heaven. She was just doing what the Holy Spirit asked her to do in ordinary things. You and I can always say to the Holy Spirit, Lord, I am uh, planning to watch a movie to now. What do you think? Yes, I've done all what I was asked to do, my duties. Now I can rest. So okay, I, can, I can see a movie. Or, uh, hey, I have to stop this thing I'm doing I like very much. Because I have to do what God wants me to do, which is a bit harder, uncomfortable perhaps, but it is what he wants me to do. And this fellow Simeon was inspired to go to the temple. And there he saw, as he says, his, he, he, he saw the salvation of Israel. And here's the next interesting point of the gospel. As the child's father and mother stood there wondering at the things that were being said about him, Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, You see this child? 
He is destined for the fall and for the rising of many in Israel. Destined to be a sign that is rejected. And a sword will pierce your own soul too, so that the secret thoughts of many may be laid bare. It's an interesting thing, which, which strikes me very much, because after hearing this, sort of um, grim or not so joyful future, imagine to be destined to be a sign that is rejected, destined for the fall and for the rising of men of, in Israel. A sword will pierce your own soul. This, is the, 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 this does not bode good if we just think in a worldly way. Mary and Joseph took it up. I mean, they did not stop living. They did not stop and uh, left and leave Jesus in a, uh, orph an orphanage. No, they continued life. They understood that life, following God, means to trust Him. Even when there is prospect of the cross, suffering, or difficulties. Let us imitate them, especially in this. Let us make that uh, petition right now as we end this homily. Thank you for listening. And I bless you all. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain forever. Amen. Ciao!